0: Welcome to Piano Rhapsody, an amateur's guide to classical piano. This is a podcast where you follow the musical journey of an amateur piano player who is endeavoring to play advanced level pieces one day. The main target being George Gershwin's Rhapsody in Blue, which is where the podcast gets its name. We're making progress month by month, but we're not quite there yet. So until we reach this goal, every week we break down one of the pieces that I encounter along the road ranging anywhere from the Baroque period all the way up to modern day. We'll explore the history surrounding the work, examine the music within, and hopefully we all walk away a little more informed and appreciative of classical music. Then we can build on this foundation as we tackle more difficult works in the future. This is episode 14.1 the first episode in a special holiday series where we take a look at the music from a beloved Christmas television classic, A Charlie Brown Christmas. The holiday season is upon us, so what better way to get into the holiday spirit than listening to some jazz music that was written for a children's special. The soundtrack for A Charlie Brown Christmas was written by Vince Guaraldi in 1965 and is a perennial favorite of families across the globe. The producer's goal was to create music that would not only appeal to children, but also their more sophisticated parents. Producer Lee Mendelson said in an interview, I wanted to use different kinds of music. I knew we would use traditional Christmas music, and we would use some Beethoven because Schroeder played Beethoven. But I also wanted to use jazz music in the story of Charlie Brown and his attempt to organize a Christmas pageant with his friends. And that's where jazz pianist Vince Guaraldi, drummer Jerry Grinelli, and bassist Fred Marshall came in. Collectively known as the Vince Guaraldi Trio, these three guys blended traditional Christmas music with original jazz tunes, and ended up recording one of the most popular Christmas albums of all time. So for today's episode, we're going to focus our attention on two of the original jazz compositions from the special. And what better place to start than with the piece that opens the special. The first shot of A Charlie Brown Christmas opens with a group of children that are ice skating. And it's accompanied by a brisk, catchy jazz waltz called, appropriately, skating. Right off the bat, this piece announces itself for what it is. A jazz waltz in 3-4 time. Now, we've talked about jazz a couple of times on this podcast so far, so let's try to figure out what exactly makes this a jazz waltz. And I think the best way to illustrate this is to take this piece back in time and play it as if a Romantic-era composer like Chopin wrote it. So if we took this piece written in the year 1965 and artificially aged it by about 100 years, it might sound something like this. Okay, so maybe not Chopin. If Chopin wrote this, it would probably sound much more sad. But I made two major musical changes here to demodernize and de-jazzify this waltz. The first is that I simplified the jazz chords, Romantic-era music still relied heavily on traditional major and minor chord structures, but some composers started to experiment outside of the box, and then by the time the Impressionists came along like Debussy and Ravel, they amplified musical experimentation even more and opened the door for the jazz age that would soon follow. So in this example, Instead of using the originally written jazz chords of C6-9, F6-9, and G6-9, I simplified them to C major, F major, G major. So let's listen to my romantic reimagining one more time. And now I'm going to restore the original jazz chords. It's starting to sound a lot more like the original, but something major is still missing. Because the second thing I toyed with was the rhythm. Another factor of jazz music that gives it its signature sound is syncopation, which is the popping, unpredictable rhythm that often occurs off the beat. As syncopated rhythms weren't as common or relied upon during the Romantic era, I simply dumb down the rhythm to make it fall directly on the beat. So let's see what happens when I restore the original syncopated rhythm, and hear what a difference that makes. And we're back. Just goes to show you what some complex chord structures and syncopated rhythms can do to modernize the sound, of music. The, alive with the sound of music. The main thematic material to this piece is built upon the idea of thirds, which is the second concept I wanted to discuss today. We're going to try not to make this too complicated, because thirds are basically what the name implies. You start with the root note, and you combine it with the third note in the scale above the root. And, of course, depending on what type of scale you use, you can get a different type of third. So we can categorize them as major thirds or minor thirds. A major third is an interval of two whole steps, or four half steps, up. while a minor third is one half step smaller, so it is a whole step plus a half step up. The main thematic material for this waltz is entirely composed of oscillating thirds like this, including both major and minor varieties. Now that moved pretty fast, so let's slow down that first section and try to appreciate a comparison between major and minor thirds. So in that passage, 5 out of the 6 of those thirds are major, which gives it that bright cheery sound. Now let me slow down and isolate a similar section about midway through the piece. Now, this section is the exact opposite. All but one of these thirds are minor, which gives off a slightly muted and darker tone. So for comparison back-to-back to help train our ear, let's hear the opening section that is predominantly major thirds versus a section that is composed primarily of minor thirds. Overall, the piece relies on major thirds to provide happy background music for the children ice skating, but see if you can pick out that moment in the center when the piece switches to a primarily minor sound. This is the first piece of the day called Skating by Vince Guaraldi. Our second piece of the day is the most popular tune from the entire Peanuts series, and basically exists as a general theme to these characters. I'd also wager that it's one of the most widely recognized pieces of piano music in history, and you could probably recognize it by the first few bars alone. That's right, it is Linus and Lucy, named after Charlie Brown's friends and sibling pair, Linus and Lucy Van Pelt. And while this jazzy tune ended up being the breakaway hit of the entire Christmas special, and serving as the signature song for the entire Peanuts series, Garaldi didn't actually compose it for the Christmas special. He wrote it a year prior for the documentary A Boy Named Charlie Brown. Apparently when Giraldi wrote this, he knew it was something special, so he called up producer Lee Mendelson and demanded that he came to the studio, saying, I've got to play this for someone right now or I'll explode. Reflecting on this moment when he first heard Linus and Lucy, Mendelssohn said, It just blew me away. It was so right and so perfect for Charlie Brown and the other characters. I have no idea why. But I knew that this song would affect my entire life. There was a sense, even before it was put to animation, that there was something very, very special about that music. You know, it's exceedingly rare for a piece of instrumental music to break through the zeitgeist and become instantly and internationally recognizable. But this is one of those instances. It's the musical equivalent of lightning in a bottle. This piece also contains one of the elements of jazz that we've yet to explore during this podcast, and that's the art of improvisation. Seeing as I do not have the jazz chops to improvise a solo on my own, I did my best to emulate Garaldi's own piano solo during the breakout swing section in the middle of this piece. And aside from that small factor I wanted to bring up, this piece is so ingrained in our psyches that we might as well just listen to it. So this is Linus and Lucy by Vince Giraldi from the Charlie Brown's Christmas Special. I've been listening to this soundtrack about every day for the past couple weeks to prep for this series And I forgot how good it is Makes it hard to narrow down what to include But next week we're going to take a look at a couple of the traditional Christmas songs that Garaldi jazzed up and included in the soundtrack So practice your Snoopy dances in the meantime You can find the standalone recordings of the pieces we discussed today directly in the podcast feed Check out Piano Rhapsody on SoundCloud for all of the tracks from this podcast and more. You can find me on Twitter at Piano Rhapsody or email me at PianoRhapsodyPodcast at gmail.com. If you haven't already, please hit the subscribe button on your podcatcher and consider rating and reviewing. It's the best way to never miss a new episode and it really helps the podcast gain more visibility. Thank you as always for your time and your ears, and I'll talk to you next week.